game, but literally Fierro, <laughs> he got the ball. I cannot stop cracking up about this. He got the ball, and I swear he was running in slow motion, dude. It makes it look like he's <laughs> so fast, but he's just – oh, my God, it was so funny. I, can't, I don't even remember the exact, like, clip, but – Bay Area, stand up and let's be heard. No more sitting in the shadows. We're known for our winning ways and not being the best, that just ain't for us. We're loud, we're proud, and we're unapologetic about it. So even when times are looking as dark as the black and blue we wear on our crest, we tell them that Goonies never say die. And when we're done shaking things up on the pitch, there's another shake coming. This is something that's been created by the people for the people. This is everything and anything San Jose Earthquakes related. This is Aftershock. Vamos San Jose. Both. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you can just say what you were about to say. Like, yeah. I mean, dude, I was just saying right before you started recording, we choked a lead in both of the games this week. Um, I mean, fortunately, we came away with a couple of uh, points, but I mean, yeah, I mean, like, okay, before both games, if you came up to me and said, would you take a tie before both games, I would have yeah. said, yes. it's just the manner in which we did it was so unbelievably frustrating. Let's start with the Colorado game, because that game in the first half, we are playing arguably in my opinion the best soccer we have ever played under Almeida the best soccer I've ever seen the earthquakes play it wasn't like it it was just like we were passing we were moving we were actually moving forward with the ball I love the front three idea of Kikanovic uh, Espinoza and uh, I believe it was Shea who was on the left wing I, I, I forget was it it was Shea was it not yeah, I think, or maybe it was Cal, wasn't it Cal? Yeah, sorry, it was Cal. It was Cal. I was thinking, yeah, it was Cal. Um, yeah, I thought he was in the midfield for some reason. No, um, yeah, no, that should be the front three moving forward when we have everyone. Um, I like the three back formation. The three four three, I thought is good for us. Um, if we have that front three, otherwise we need to go to a three five two just because. Wando's not doing anything, and we'll get into that in a second. But um, we, and then it's just like we come out of the second. I don't know why Benji was subbed I, for a weekend. I understand he didn't play this last game because he was injured. So I'm assuming he picked up an injury, and that's why Wando came on halftime in that game. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, I hope <laughs> that's why. <laughs> and just that second half, we looked terrible. We oh were, yeah, we didn't have an, we didn't have an out. It's not just Wando's fault, but like he wasn't doing anything for us. But he kept dropping into the midfield, and when that happens. The two wingers need to kind of tuck in more, at least make runs going like this. But they just stayed out here. So then it was Wando kind of doing nothing in the midfield, and then they just had to pick up our two center mids, and Chofis doesn't play the most defense. So then it was just Remedy versus everyone. And it was just it, we just we threw it away. We threw away the game. I'm surprised we didn't walk away with a loss after that. And then who do we just play? God, I have a terrible memory. It was like uh we just put Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, Kansas. Again, going into that game, I'm like Oh god, let's not concede four or five. And when I, first off, thank God Busio's playing for the national team because that kid would have just our whole midfield would have been gone. But uh no, we come out and the first 20, 25 minutes, like they we aren't doing man-to-man super tight system, which has been exposing us all year. We're actually playing like zonal man marking. 
and they they couldn't get past their own back line for the first tw- opening 20, 20 minutes, and then the first attempt they get past our back line, get a shot. JC saves it, but then it was a really good first half, and then what? The goal comes in the sixty third, off a corner. Um, hmm. around there, yeah, it was middle but, of the second half. But I think it, it's, it's like 20, 15, 20 minutes left where we had to hold on, right? Yeah, yeah. The the, the it's it's just. When we make the smart decisions, we are so unbelievably dominant. Not doing a crazy man pressing system, just holding the space. They couldn't get it out of their back line. We were playing with we we in the owner corners instead of just playing it short and trying to pass and then just getting pressed and losing it. We actually cross it to our six five center back, and he scores a goal. It was crazy. I mean, who could have thought of that, dude? Like literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like. Stroke of genius. Yeah, yeah. Firo and Rios didn't play, <laughs> and we're we're scoring goals. You give trophies the ball more. He's scoring goals or creating assist for Cal. It is just like when you make the logical decision. See how we're moving forward. See how. I, I mean, I even said it a couple of weeks ago, like I would like to see a back three just to secure the defense more. And plus, like the way we use our left and right backs when we're in a back four, it's like we're using wing backs anyways. So might as well get them up and down the line. So I was like, that's another smart decision. Like I should be coaching the earthquakes is pretty much what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there's a couple of things that I want to highlight is first of all, just re- reiterating this. We look so much better without Wando. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we have to really rotate somebody else in there. Even if Kikanovic is hurt for a little while. I'm not joking. It was, it literally would have been better if we had 10 players on the field. Cause then at least the other two forwards would have like kind of ran into that space. Yeah. And it's just so frustrating about last night. I was particularly upset about this was the chance that Wando missed to put it away for two zero going up two zero on the road. Instead, he or give him a ball inside the box one-on-one with the keeper and doesn't hit it with power or accuracy, just passed it right <laughs> in. Like if it looks like it something hard, I would like, do, bro. It if he hit like it hard and it hit the post, that's one thing. Or if he, like, placed it but it didn't have power, that's another thing. But when you just don't do either, it's like... It just didn't look troubling at all for the goalie. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. as soon as he missed that, the, it felt like the tide changed in the game and we got just absolutely steamrolled for like 20 minutes. Well, he also had another chance earlier. It was like an over-the-top ball. And he could have like one-timed it just for a deflection off the keeper at the very least. But then he just passes it to Espinoza, who has like two guys on him. Yeah, and- it's it's just ridiculous because that's supposed to be our striker. We want our striker to be taking chances like that. And instead, it's just... I, I've been playing soccer my whole life. And I, I've played in Sunday League. Like Sunday League where people are just drinking and have no ability whatsoever. And never in my entire life have I ever seen or been experienced what the earthquakes did against Colorado where in the 90th minute we have a free kick on top of the box and every we have 11 players looking at each other saying I don't know how to take a free kick these are professional athletes yeah somebody has to step up because Alani's got hurt right or something he got subbed yeah, off. he got subbed out yeah, yeah and then Espinosa was off the field so then it was like oh who's I'm saying JT should just took it JT should just took it, it. it was absolutely horrible and then I mean I think the obvious one I mean you've already talked about our defense and that's formation we can talk about that later more in depth maybe but 
I, I liked the way we came out. However, when we get in those situations where we we're up a goal, we have to find a way to, you know, keep the lead. It's unacceptable, especially in the way that the goal happened last night. I mean, it was a good free kick, but giving away the foul there was um, uh, not a good decision. And then also not following it up. That was terrible. Yeah, it was absolutely horrible. I think I think you saw anyone who watched the Euro, you saw it with England. It's I always say whenever I'm coaching too, like if you go up, like you, you just kind of tell your wing players as well, like think defensively when you make your runs, but don't play defensively. And like what I mean by that is when we got to that final 15 minutes, it really was just like less of let's try and play and let's just not concede. Yeah. Like, just clear it. Like we aren't looking for anything pretty. Like no one was daring to make things. And what should have been happening is we continue to play but we, if you're like the left wing back and you see that a midfielder and your right winger commit, you don't have to make that far post run. Be smart about it. Stay back. The two midfielders, we look at the number situation and make sure you're kind of hunkering down more. You still need to take risk and get forward, but you're up a goal. So be smart about your choices and understand you don't absolutely have to get a goal at this moment. And I think that yeah. was something we've really lacked in these last two games. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it was pretty obvious, like, when we when we had a strategic switch right like around that 80th minute you could tell from then on we were going to be on the back foot and quite frankly I mean we, we were talking about this during the game just texting back and forth and stuff and talking towards the end but dude I mean we could have easily lost that game too it's so frustrating how the tide changed for us when we were up a goal you know this is a team that obviously has been on a terrible streak the last like what two months we haven't won a game yeah and to give up a lead in each of our last two games is just not good for our confidence we need yeah. to find a way to convert yeah and again it's we're not mad about the results we're just mad how they came like when when the win is in our grasp twice against yeah. two, two teams i mean now we have two points instead of six yeah i mean they I were especially like, winnable games too I wouldn't have said that going into them, but I would say like, okay, when we're up a goal, you know, we've got to get three points from one of those games. You know, and one thing we complained about was slow starts. We've been coming out better now. It's just, now it's what we need to do, what we were doing at the beginning of the season where it took 80 minutes to come yeah. along. So if we could just get those two teams to mesh. And that, I mean, that that's another thing, the inconsistency. We wanted consistency through the season and the matches. And that's just something we weren't seeing. Yeah, I'm not even sure, like, it's whether it's maturity or experience. I mean, it's just we've got to find a way to get some confidence back. I mean, it's just that's that's where I look at Wando and maybe probably a bit of Shea, too. And I'm a little frustrated because you, you look at Wando and some of the things that people have been saying is we'll keep him around because he's good in the locker room. Well, this is a perfect opportunity for you to grab your team by literally the next and say this is what we need to do this is we need to do this lead your team and i just wasn't seeing it and it's just actually you know back to an earlier point as well when i was saying like the whole free kick situation the this thing that just keeps replaying in my head is there was an interview with shay salinas where he said he was talking about like kate cal and how far the league has come and he's saying when he first joined the league he did he couldn't make a pass with his left foot and i just like keep remembering that's our that's our all-time assist leader that's like that's yeah. 
That's I mean, I, I actually thought Shea played all right last night. But I thought that was the best game of the season because yeah. usually it tires out after a bit. He was really good last night. Yeah, it's I can't. I still can't believe we threw that game away. Was... Yeah, one one thing I'm worried about is now. I believe Jutson's out for the next game. Uh, Ramady is, if he's not out for this next game, he's probably going to be out for the following game because I doubt he'll go a whole game without a yellow card. Uh, we have injuries. We have Cal and Yule out of the lineup. So yeah, we're definitely stretched thin. Well, uh, I think that means the Wonder Twins are making a return, which means we're going to have a front three of Wondolowski, Rios, and Fear. It's gonna be like how it was last year. Okay, here's what's here's what's so frustrating about and I, I get as the Earthquakes Twitter account and Instagram account, you're supposed to like hype up and make your team look good. It's it's the fans that don't understand things that are like killing me. Is there there was a play in the game where we were like sitting back and we and actually let me start with this. When Firo and Rios were in, they were both so lazy that Almeida said, "Hey, on defense, it's gonna we're gonna switch to a four-four-two formation, and you two go up top, so you don't have to run." That's all that happened with that. And there was one play where they're in the four-four-two, the ball gets up to Firo, and he takes his touch, and I I'm somewhat convinced he didn't even mean to do this on purpose. He flicks it over the defender. It's pretty cool. He churns. He then takes another, if you watch the full game, he takes another touch, which is terrible. And then three of his players run by him, which would have made it a three on two. And he loses the ball. So then we're down numbers, but the Instagram clip stops it there. And they're like, oh, ice in his veins. Look at the skills. <laughs> like, oh my God. And then another thing is Rios, one of his first touches in <laughs> is Ramady gets an incredible steal from a pass dribbles rios has the tackle of the season on him steals the ball from him then proceeds to lose the ball that guy trips he steals the ball he proceeds to lose the ball again that guy somehow trips again he steals the ball a third time passes it away and then when we're about to get possession fouls the other guy so then he loses the ball a fourth time in seven seconds i was just happy that at least he fouled them and we didn't get conceded i will say what i didn't concede sorry yeah, yeah, what I, what I miss about Fierro and Rios is Fierro is so slow on the ball, he would earn us quite a bit of free kicks when we got in the final third, and then Rios was the master of tactical fouls in, in our half, so. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I like Rios more than Fierro. Agreed. Agreed. I like the way that Rios can hold up the ball a little bit better, especially when he comes on as a sub towards the end of the game. So that's one thing that we both give credit to Rios for is he does come on and he is able to hold the ball up and play it out wide and stuff. There was a couple chances of that late in the game, but literally Fierro, he got the ball. I cannot stop cracking up about this. He got the ball and I swear he was running in slow motion, dude. It makes it look like he's <laughs> so fast, but he's just Oh my god, it was so funny. I can't, I don't even remember the exact like clip, but I texted the chat. I was like, it, it makes it look like he's fast, but he, he, no, I, I texted Jacob. It looks like it looks like someone who's trying to move their body as fast as possible, and then you got that clip and you put it in slow motion, and then you put it next to regular people, and then another one was Wando. I ne- like. I messed up my ankle and I, I'm at the point where I can't even walk right now. And I swear I was running faster than him. I've like, I've never seen someone 
Like he was jogging for the ball, like jogging. Like I'll give him this. He has a good work ethic. Like he'll constantly be jogging. It, it's for no reason and it's never any useful spot, but he'll constantly be jogging. And then the defender messes up a pass, so he starts to sprint for the ball. I've never seen someone start sprinting and get slower. Like on <laughs> four different occasions, he was jogging at like a decent pace and then started to sprint and got slower. Like he, he was going like side to side like he does. And I swear all the power was focused on that and he got slower. I, I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I mean, I hope that Benji comes back and he's able to play on Saturday. I also hope that Espinosa isn't going to collapse after this last game because he was up and down that side like crazy playing defense too. I don't know. I mean, we just need, we need options up front because we are super thin. I mean, put in Haji or something there. That's what I was going to say. So we are playing Houston Dynamo next and they are one of the better teams and they were a bit quicker. They've kind of dropped in form. Um, I believe it was a tie when we first played them or it was like, we lost two, one. 2-1, 2-1, yes, yes. But it was something, like, silly we conceded, like, early on or something. It was it was in our honeymoon phase of the season when we were, like, somewhat at the top of the table. Yeah, and, yeah, now yeah. <laughs> and now we're <laughs> towards the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, we got to go for the win, especially because it's at home. But, yeah, I think Haji needs to start. He won't. Um, I think we need to look at a formation change due to – um, our current situation still play three in the back um yeah I just want to touch upon this really quick I think we all I think both of us agree that our three center backs right now are actually pretty good I, I'm happy with that you know what's funny is I think Alanis is now the worst of the three only because his pace lets him down I, I don't know if I would say he's the worst but he's so good on the ball and he makes clutch clutch tackles I'll say that exactly. and then I think Nathan, he's he's. I keep saying to Jacob, he's flow. If he was ten years younger, yeah, and he makes silly mistakes. But the thing that helps him is when he runs to the ball, he doesn't stop five feet in front of the dude. He will run on top of him or go for the sliding challenge, which makes up for especially because the sides. And I thought Beeson's been like just a rock star back there. Yeah, I told you at the beginning of the season. Remember that? Remember yeah. how you were all talking about young work? And I was like Beeson. <laughs> my, my, my concern is that he. I think he needed more game time and like. Because when he messes up, it's bad. But when it's good, it's good. And I think he had those two or three games where he kind of messed up a bit. And now he's like, okay, now I understand the league and he's confident. So now yeah. I'm good with him. He was good uh, down that left side with um, with uh, Lopez too. Here's my thing with Lopez. I liked him in the four back. And it's not that I don't like him here. It's just he seems like a little out of position sometimes. And like, oh, I don't know why. I, we should not put him in center mid. But um, I would like to see, honestly, like Marie and Thompson in this system because they're so offensive minded. Maybe. I don't know. I like I like um, I like Lopez out left I, right now, but Marie's good, yeah. too. I don't know what's going on with our right back. I mean, we had freaking Salinas out there and stuff like I don't know what's I, going I like on. Salinas further up the pitch. I don't like him. defense. He makes and we, I mean, he had a couple of good moments, but. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, then we brought on Lucio at the end and it was like. Know what's going on so yeah. i don't know um shay's good on defense when it's like a recovery and he yeah. has to use his pace and strength but like actual defending or making like good touches like he will wait too long like so i don't like him then but uh our midfield Jutson needs to be playing Jutson and Rem- remedy 
need to both be playing. It, it they they change the game so much, and and they both do so much work like behind the scene. Like they get so much. They don't get credit for all they do. I mean, Romedi has the, has been tackled the most in MLS, but anyways. But they both work so hard, and they both make great recovery runs, especially Jutson. He'll cover people like defensively, like as a center back or a right back for a bit. And then Romedi's really good at picking out uh, pockets where the passing lanes are going to be when we're like on the counters. Um, it'll be cool to throw Yule back in that. And I like Chofis, but he needs to be further up the field and not in a wide position because he doesn't get wide. It needs to be a central position. So it's it's finding a way to mix all that and maybe bringing Chofis off the bench. Maybe he'll do better like that. Or we'll see what happens with Yule. And then, please, we, I'm done with Andy Rios and Fierro. I'm done with Wando. Like, I, it's literally at the point where, because before I was saying, oh, bring Wando on. If he's like, no, bring Wando on if it's like five minutes left and we need a goal and we're dominating possession and we're crossing it into the box. And, but you got to, I, I don't know. You take out a center back at that point. Like, I don't even know. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going to happen. On the good, on the good note, though, um, given our run of form, ticket prices have gone down. Woo! So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we can get some more people in the stadium. I don't know. Uh, I had so much fun at the classic. I might, I might see if I can get tickets for this weekend. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. We need a win. We need a win. It's been over two months now. So I, I'm constantly, if you head to aftershock.club, you can see that on our website front page, I have like a table and like I manually input each score, like goal differential and everything of like every single team in the league. And I usually do it like instead of doing it every day, I'll do it like once every week or every time the earthquakes play, I'll update the whole league. And there are teams who like were bottom below us and they're like double our points now just because they won like three or four games and we didn't win anything. Like we're probably a bit over a third of the way through the season, but I, we're like not halfway there yet, I believe. If the, my, if my math is no, correct. we're definitely like a third, we're less than half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're in between those two numbers. If we go on a good win streak, like, right now, like, if we some, if we somehow won four or five games in a row, <laughs> you're already laughing, we would be near top of the, like, or at least, like, top half, like, of the league. I think we need to just focus one game at a time and yeah. make sure we uh, – get back in the playoff contention because if we missed out on playoffs, that would be devastating. I I think we would all be pretty upset if we didn't qualify for playoffs. But here's, here's the thing that's frustrating me is we saw it in the first half of the Colorado game and we saw it in moments here. And right now is a different scenario because we have a lot of injuries and a lot of people on international duty. Um, but we have the quality like it's it's there like we see like in pieces and in segments that like each part of our team has the ability to like really produce something and we're not doing it and that's why it's so frustrating yeah we were just bad that's one thing but it's like they're like teasing us showing us we could be good and then it's like hey look at this and then second half it's like oh yeah more consistency is needed, that's for sure.